Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by TNT Fitness. Thank you everyone that came out for the Fall Fest on Saturday. We had a great time. Thank you Mark for cooking the food. Thank you Tony for helping out serving people. I had a good time. I hope you guys had a good time too. I kind of blacked out a little bit at the end but I think it went pretty well. Thank you everyone that showed up. One week from today, we have another Transformation Academy. This is our four-week program that's perfect for someone that just wants to start exercising. You don't need any exercise experience to do this. This is a very slow and gradual approach to getting used to the gym, some bodyweight movements, the cardio machines will slowly increase the intensity over four weeks. Uh, Go to our website, go to Facebook, check out all the details. It starts in uh, one week next Monday. It goes for four weeks. The goal is to do at least two of the workouts and we have three of them to choose from. So check that out if you're thinking about it or if you know someone that's on the fence about uh, joining the gym. There are still a few spots open for the Women's Uplifting Seminar. That's on October 10th. So if you want to get better at lifting and to dive into the details with Coach Lindy and Courtney, now's the time to do so. That's October 10th, Women's Uplifting Seminar. There's still five spots available couple of quick notes about the workouts we have coming up this week today three sets of 20 goblet squats a little bit of a different setup than usual it's gonna be not too challenging after five reps and 10 reps but that front rack goblet squat hold position with the kettlebells or dumbbells makes it a killer exercise not for your legs but for your core as well try and go as heavy as possible on this if you can on wednesday The skill is death by toast bar. If you haven't done this before, the death by format is minute one, you do one rep, minute two, you do two reps, minute three, you do three reps, and you keep going until you can't complete all the reps that you need to do within that minute. This one's got a little bit of a twist to it. As soon as you tap out, let's say you make it to nine or 10, as long as someone else is going, you're gonna do 12 air squats every minute on the minute until they're done or until we get to 17 minutes. That is the time cap for Wednesday skill. For Thursday's workout, you'll see a sandbag bear crawl. This one's a long workout. We got two rounds, 800 meter run, 80 foot sandbag lunges. And then you're going to bear crawl with the sandbag. So you bear crawl a little bit, pull the sandbag forward. Bear crawl a little bit, pull the sandbag forward. It's going to work the shoulders, your core. It's going to be a very athletic and taxing movement. We got two rounds of this with a 25 minute time cap. For Saturday, Saturday's workout, another long workout. So Thursday's pretty long, Saturday's pretty long. Friday is very short. It's all lifting. So this is how we're going to break up the cardio with the lifting. You'll see some longer workouts. You'll see some shorter workouts. That's part of the variety. Saturday's workout, 30-minute AMRAP. We got 100 calories on the bike, 100 calories on the rower, 100 box jumps. The RX height is 12 inches for you guys, 8 inches for ladies. So we've got tons of reps on this one, but it's a lot less Uh, of a height on the box than usual and then a 400 meter sled push maybe you can do one round maybe you can start that second round just do as much as you can do in 30 minutes Uh, last couple of sled push workouts for the year today's topic is going to be eating out it's something that everyone has to do at some point You're listening to this podcast because you have fitness goals. That's why you go to the gym and you care about fitness, but you also enjoy going out to eat. Sometimes you just have to do it, whether it's for work or to celebrate something. And today I'm going to give you a few pointers on what to focus on when you do go out to eat and how to stay on track towards your goals. 
the first and most important tip about eating out is to not do it. Try not to do it. Nothing good's gonna happen out there. It's not gonna be as healthy as you cooking for yourself at home, going to the grocery store, getting what you need to do, and then following a legit recipe that you've done before. That is much better for your budget, for your health, and for the consistency of your life. So tip number one about eating out, try not to eat out. When you do end up going out, which you at some point is gonna have to do, try and pick a reasonable spot. I'm not gonna give you a list of certified restaurants that I think you can and can't go to. You can go and eat wherever you want to. However, if you're a little bit worried about your fitness, then try and pick a reasonable spot. Most places are gonna have uh, something decent on the menu. However, you can still find a place that doesn't have anything healthy available too. It's gonna be a huge difference between going to a, a steak place or to go to uh, Papa John's. One of them's just gonna have better options. You know which, food, which restaurants are gonna do a little bit more decent for your diet. Try and stick with those. If the party you're with, uh, don't let you choose. Don't sweat it too much. Just try and uh, pick a slightly better spot than the worst one. Let's say it's one of those rare occasions where you do go out to eat and the location is picked wherever you're going to. Now you're at the restaurant, you're ready to order. You have three ways of attacking this right here. You can try and stay 100% dialed in on your diet. If you want to be a psychopath, if you want to go fitness over anything else, uh, this is how you're going to do it. And then you can pick a more moderate approach. Maybe you can go with um, a small dessert, but try and make the main course a little bit more healthy or maybe skip the soda for water and try and make your choices a little bit better. Or if you're going out, you can just say like, this is my birthday, we're celebrating this. I'm gonna just enjoy whatever I feel like enjoying and then leave it here at the restaurant, come home and then start back over tomorrow. Those are the three options. You can try and be super intense. You can try and pick a middle of the road approach or you can just start, decide that today I'm gonna go all out. Picking one of these options is obviously up to you. You're an adult, you can make these decisions. However, if you are new into working out, if you have a long way to go, if you don't haven't established any positive habits yet, then you're more at risk to kind of fall off the wagon if you have a big cheat meal. If you are 50 pounds away from your weight loss goal, they need to be stricter and stricter when you go out to eat. Let's say you've had a two-month run of eating very well. Let's say you're very close to your goals. Let's say you're very happy with your, with your uh, physique and your fitness right now. Now you have more room in the budget to enjoy something. If you're far away from your goals, if you know where near where you want to be, there's no room for you to enjoy a bunch of stuff. If you're close to it, if you've been working for it, if you're uh, five years into slowly gaining weight, uh, slowly gaining muscle and losing weight and becoming fitter, then you have more leeway to have something that's a little bit more uh, tasty and out of the normal plan. It also comes down to how often you eat out. If you rely on eating out, if you eat out seven days a week, then it has to obviously be more and more strict because that's a bigger percentage of your meals and your time spent. If you're someone that eats out once a week, maybe every other week, if it's a rare occasion for you, now you have more room to splurge and to go for something that you normally wouldn't because that's such a smaller percentage out of the meals that you eat. Let's say that you eat five meals a day, uh, seven days a week, that's gonna be about 30 to 35 meals per week. Let's say you have seven of those um, 
outside of your home, on the town, now they have to be better. They have to be stricter. They have to be more meat and veggies and skip the alcohol. Let's say one meal per week is out. Uh, now you can have a little bit more of a dessert or maybe something that you enjoy more. Uh, that's just the natural give and take of going out and eating at home. Let's say you're going out and you're trying to stick to something uh, pretty healthy, something pretty decent. You want to stick to the basics. Meat, something on the plate should be a portion of meat. You got to get your protein in and then you want to try and fill up on veggies too. Broccoli, tomatoes, peppers, onions. You know what these healthy vegetables are too. I'm not saying that's the only thing you have to order, but try and make sure that that's something that you get in before you move on to the treat later on. Whenever you eat something, you have a finite amount of space in your stomach. Whenever you eat something healthy, that's going to push uh, less room out for the unhealthy stuff. So whenever you can fill up on the good stuff, just to give yourself a little bit of a buffer to slow down a little bit and to feel a little bit better about what you're doing when you're eating out and still enjoy a drink or maybe a small dessert, that's going to make things way better instead of just going uh, all in on the stuff that, you're, uh, that you know you're not supposed to eat. When you go out to a restaurant, if you're someone that's super obsessive with your food, you have to realize that you're going to uh, give up a little bit of control. Don't be the person that asks the chef to cook your food in a different oil than someone else's. Uh, don't uh, sit and sweat about what kind of marinade is on that meat that you're eating. Those are the small, minute de details. They're not going to change the big picture. So if you do go out, make sure that you enjoy it as well too. Make sure it gets decently healthy if, in fact, that's what you need to do that day. But don't obsess about small details like a, a certain oil they might have used or a certain marinade or something else that you don't even consider um, when someone else prepares your food. Some of the biggest pitfalls when eating out is going to be fried stuff. That's terrible for you. Uh, sauces can really sneak up on you too. So if you watch these two, you're going to be doing a whole lot better. My personal favorites for going out, so these are some uh, decently healthy options and this is some a little bit more of a splurge option on here too. You can do all, um, all options at these places right here. Mexican, sure you can go and you can have a bunch of frozen margaritas and a ton of chips, but you can also go for some fajitas, skip the bread and focus on the meat and veggies and that's going to be a very healthy meal for you. There's a place off of uh, Cave Springs. Uh, there's a Thai kitchen over there. They make some great food. This is going to be very calorie dense stuff. I usually get the curry over there. So we got rice, we got coconut milk, uh, chicken and vegetables. So it's high quality food, but it's going to be very calorie dense. So this is a little bit of a treat. You're going to walk out of there not feeling uh, super groggy, uh, super sleepy though, since it is a pretty high quality food. It's just a little bit extra calories than usual. And then if you're looking for something that's very fast, Qdoba is one of my favorites. Sure, you can go with the chips and the wraps and you can go crazy on the carbs, but they also have some bowl options where you can go for the meats and the veggies and you can get some good drinks in there too. So Qdoba is a really good option if you want something fast that you can make very healthy as well. If you're someone that uses MyFitnessPal or a similar app to track calories, know that um, the calories listed on a restaurant menu is going to be way off. It's usually about 20 to 35, maybe even 40, 50% off based on the location. So this is why you want to limit the eating out part and try and eat at home as much as possible. But that's something to take into consideration too. If you feel like the scale's not moving, but you're keeping track of my fitness pal, it could be a lot of re restaurant visits uh, where there's some hidden calories in there that doesn't get accounted for. 
let's say that you do decide to go out and enjoy something a little bit more indulgent, uh, here's a few things that you can do to make sure that you limit the damage. Working out the day before, the day after, this is not a punishment, but working out is a great way to direct the food into better directions. I talked about carbohydrates the last time, how exercise is something that's gonna direct food to go towards your muscles and good stuff instead of packing on the pounds instead. So this is not, oh, I, I feel like I messed up at the restaurant, so now I'm gonna punish myself with a couple extra workouts. Just do a workout before, do a workout after, keep training, keep enjoying your training, but it's gonna make that meal a lot better. There could be a balance between the two. It's not a punishment or a reward. If you know that you have a special event coming up, maybe it's a big dinner, it's gonna be a big party, lots of people, you know you're gonna love the food that's there too. Go lighter on the food for the rest of the day. I'm not telling you to not eat anything at all or starve yourself out, but if you know that dinner is gonna be huge, Try and go light on breakfast, try and go light on lunch, have a couple of snacks in there too, obviously, but don't um, don't forget that you can balance out the day a little bit. So that big dinner is fine, you just gotta account for a little bit more earlier in the day. This can seriously backfire if you don't eat any breakfast, you don't eat any lunch, and now it's time to go to that big party where they have a dinner and you're super, super hungry and you're gonna go way out of control. Before you go out to something, try and have a snack 30 minutes before. Try a protein shake. If you have some whey protein powder, some water, and maybe a handful of uh, almonds or an apple, you're gonna get some water, some protein, some fiber. It's not gonna fill you up to where you're not gonna be able to eat anything. It's 30 minutes out, 45 minutes out. You're not gonna spoil your appetite or anything too. But once you get to that destination, you're not gonna be hangry. You're gonna have more control. You're gonna make a slightly better decision once you get there. The quote of the week is, easy choices, tough life, tough choices, easy life. This ties into the topic of the day for the podcast about going out to eat. Easy choices, tough life, tough choices, easy life. You're sitting down, you're hungry, the waiter comes over and puts that thing of rolls right in the middle of the table. You're at Red Lobster, it's those cheddar ones, they're delicious. You can go for the easy choice, which is just to grab one and stuff it in your face, maybe have half a dozen. That's gonna end up in a tougher life. Or you can make the tougher choice of uh, saying, I'm not gonna have any at all, or even tell the waiter to remove them altogether if the rest of the party is okay with that. And that later on is gonna turn into a easy life. I'm not saying you have to do one or the other all the time. Like I said earlier, you're an adult, you can make these decisions. Easy choices, tough life, tough choices, easy life. Enjoy the roll if you want to. If you're like me and you struggle with the roll and you have six of them when they do come down, then just try and stay out of Red Lobster as best you can. That's what I try and do. I'm excited about the workouts we have coming up this week. I hope you are as well. I'll see you at the gym.